Hey everybody, welcome to What Does the Bible Say About That? In this episode, Will and I are going to discuss what the Bible says about Easter. Um, And specifically, we're going to talk about what the Bible says about resurrection life. Um, Hope you guys enjoy. It's going to really get into the history of Easter, some of the um, more pagan roots of Easter. But we're going to also talk about what the Bible says about resurrection and how Paul um, experienced resurrection as a reality in his daily life. So hope you guys enjoy. Hey, how's it going? It's good. I got my got my coffee here. It's been a good morning. I'm ready to go. Me too. Nice. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, cool. We're uh, we're kind of doing a little a little special special episode here, I guess. Uh, That's right. We. I'm I'm trying to think. Was that was that last December? this most recent December when we did Christmas. Yeah, that's um, right. We, yeah. Yeah. And I just remembered, or you reminded me, I think that Easter's coming up and we ought to do a podcast on Easter. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here we are. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, cool. I, I think before we even get going, so we're, we're going to call this one, what does the Bible say about Easter? Mm-hmm. And we need to say right off the back that the Bible says nothing about Easter. <laughs> <laughs> and so let's just go ahead and say that, uh, get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, Easter, even in its etymology, is a, it denotes a pagan goddess. And it was an Anglo-Saxon goddess of fertility. That's like where the word Easter comes from. All right. Um, so it's not in the Bible. And yeah, I mean, the celebration of the Lord's resurrection as a day once a year really wasn't practiced in the early church, at least from the biblical records we can see. And then historical records, it was later in the second century, um, midway through the second century that we have the first sign that, that it became a celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just not biblical in the sense of celebrating an annual, um, you know, an annual feast or celebration for the Lord's resurrection. Right. Um, yeah, they, you know, they did celebrate the Lord's death throughout the, every week, at least, if not every day. Um, but yeah, really, they were the big fight in the Bible. It's interesting. They were struggling with the, the Jewish feasts and whether to practice those or not. And Paul, and the question was not, do we practice the Jewish feasts or the Christian feasts? It was, do we practice the Jewish feasts or no feasts um, from Colossians and Romans? And so it's really interesting. You know, we've kind of Christianized the Jewish feasts and created our own festivals, but that's a later development. Um, So, yeah, just wanted to go ahead and start that, start with that. We don't need to bash Easter. You know, we're not here to take away your Easter, but, you know, just consider before the Lord, like, is this biblical and is this something I should be doing? I guess. Yeah, that's, that's my, true. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good point. It's a good, um, good kind of brief history lesson. I mean, and it's pretty easy to, you know, find that out with just a quick Google search of what Easter mm-hmm. is, you know? Right. Right. Um, but, you know, with all that being said, we also did want to come in and talk about the significance of resurrection and what it is. Totally. Right. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to this. Same um, here. Yeah. I think the, the best place to begin 
is going to be in John eleven twenty five. Okay. Um, and so the main point here is resurrection is not necessarily an event because it, it most certainly is an event. And that's one of the things Easter celebrates is the event, right, of resurrection. But one of the things we want to focus on is that resurrection is actually a person. And John wow. eleven twenty five makes that clear. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and a life. Wow. Yeah, what, yeah. what do you want to add here? I, dude, I mean, this is, we, we really need to see this. You know, it's like our, in our natural religious concepts, it is so easy to reduce resurrection to a historical event that we're right. just going to start celebrating and remembering. But the Bible is not religious and natural. It is spiritual and almost mystical, you could right. say. Yeah, and right. Jesus, his view is, I am the resurrection. Like <laughs> me as a person. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, it's, that's crazy. And, and actually, no, I'm thinking of, um, you know, Jesus says that, well, he's on the earth, but you can just say, oh, well, that just means like, he's the one who's going to resurrect and the one who's going to resurrect us. But, right. You know, so it's all still historical and he's not really being literal. Um, but, you know, like. I would like to actually look at Paul and Paul's um, view of resurrection Mm -hmm. and even what is his Christian pursuit. Um, And we kind of talked about this a few podcasts ago about experiencing God, but in Philippians 3.10, Paul is talking about his goal, what he's trying to accomplish. Exactly. And he says, he says uh, in 3.10, I want to know him, capital H him, Jesus, and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being yeah. conformed to his death. Um, so Paul, in his view, resurrection is what Jesus is saying. It is something that is in this person. It's a, it is, it is this person himself. And he mm-hmm. was seeking to know him, not doctrinally, but experientially. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, this point is really good because Paul's here is making it so experiential to know mm-hmm. him and the power of his resurrection. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good point because it kind of gets into, I guess like the essence of what resurrection is and the significance of it. Like for sure it was a historical thing that Jesus did and, you know, he conquered sin and death in his resurrection, right. but it's so encouraging to realize that this is also something that we are entering into presently through the spirit. Um, right. Because just like death is also physical, there's also spiritual death. I mean, it's like you can find it totally. throughout the Bible. And so because that is a thing, Paul here is giving us some insight of spiritual resurrection and how we enter into that. Right. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, the Lord's resurrection, it really it is a great hope to us, a beacon of hope that mm-hmm. my destiny is not, or my, my, like, I don't need to, you know, enjoy everything I can about this life because actually the Lord's going to resurrect me um, and into yeah. this future life and his kingdom in the future. And that is something we should, we should have and we should believe in and we should deny ourselves today with the hope of the life to come. Right. Um, but yeah, Paul and his experience, he was trying to experience resurrection in the present yeah. Um, right. Spiritually, it's like I want to know him and know the power of this resurrection like today because I am in a death situation 
and and I'm desperate and I'm in desperate need for this resurrection life right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think um it could also I mean so I'm thinking also, you know, Second Corinthians four gives us another window and kind of like what exactly this looks like um situationally, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um Paul is is speaking to the Corinthians and um you can say Second Corinthians, it's kinda like Paul's autobiography. Um and when you read it that way, you read it trying to figure out what Paul is going through. Mm-hmm. It's really powerful. Um, but in, in chapter four, verses um, eight through 10 there, he talks about how um, the apostles, him and, and those who he's with, he says, we are pressed on every side, but not constricted. We are unable to find a way out, but not utterly without a way out. We're persecuted, but not abandoned. We are cast down, but not destroyed. And he says, I'm always bearing about in the body, the putting to death of Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. Wow. It's really incredible. Like all these situations, he's been brought to the brink to the end again and again and again. But every time it's like, but I'm not constricted. Mm -hmm. I'm not without a way out. I'm not destroyed. Mm -hmm. Because he is experiencing this present spiritual life, this resurrection life that it, it, it flourishes in these death situations. Right. It, it's like the moment I'm brought to my brink and I turn to Jesus and, I, and I, I am relying on this life and leaning on this life and partaking of it, I find that something comes out. I am, I'm, in, in a, I'm, you know, I'm not in this situation anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? It's not like he's not suffering, but something else is, is thriving. Something else is right. popping out in his death situation. Yeah. Right. It's almost like a, like a, he's transcending his sufferings. Right. It's like the Lord has, he's, he's entered into this. I mean, you could almost call it a realm. It's like, he's, he's entering into the spirit really, which is, right. you know, totally outweighs and even dilutes any type of, I guess, suffering or situation we could be in because i mean there's so many i mean there's so many human sufferings it's just part of being a human right Um, right and that's like that's like why this topic is just so encouraging that's like in all of these situations big or small whatever the you know type of constriction might be we just Mm -hmm. you know we just turn our heart to the lord and and, you know i mean the fact that paul is saying we're, we're pressed on every side but not constricted we're unable to find a way out, but utterly without mm-hmm. a way out, abandon and not, you know, what I could go through it. But it's like, yeah, who do you think he's looking to? You know, I mean, it's, it's like, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's got to be having his eyes on Christ. You know? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm actually thinking, you know, like um, that this is not also, this isn't just something for Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Paul in Philippians three, he says, you know, all of you have the same mind as I have. Right. Right. It's like, take this way that I'm taking. Um, What Paul experienced is what we should be experiencing. And, you know, if we've been those who have received the spirit, we've received the resurrection life within us. And and actually, I I was thinking of this verse in in Romans six, where it talks about baptism. Um, Yeah. You know, in our baptism, it wasn't just a an outward rite that, uh, you know, doesn't really mean anything. But it's like when you 
are baptized in faith, uh, it's, it's, it's very clear in verse four in Romans six, we were, we were buried together with Jesus through baptism into his death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the father. So also we might walk in newness of life. Yeah. And so it's like Christ's life, his death and his life are not just merely historical events that we, um, by which we're saved and we have hope though they are that. It's also something we enter into spiritually. We, we get into this union with him. And right, it's like this realm that we can live in. It's this, it's this, um, it's, it's not physical. It's not material. You get, you have a new way of life where your death situations actually allow you to come forth as, you know, resurrected, enjoying this life and, and even able to display it to others. Like, you know, this awful thing happened to me. But I am not, you know, put to shame. Right. I'm not. I'm not in despair. Jesus is the Lord, and it's not like I just have a positive attitude. It's like there's literally something welling up in me. I'm. Right. I'm joyful. There's another life in me that is overcoming this right now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, actually, Paul even hits that. Almost. It almost. He almost is saying that exact same thing at the end of Second Corinthians four and sixteen. Oh, right. says, Therefore, we do not lose heart. But though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. Mm, so even amen. even that, like the verse you read about walking in newness of life, like Paul's experience here is his outer man <laughs> doesn't stop going through these trials. It's decaying. Right. But, but his right. inner man is experiencing something that is new and refreshing and it's day wow. by day. Wow. That's a, that is an incredible verse. Yeah. Yeah, I, I it, yeah, it's really good to hear. Like, I, I know a lot of people know Philippians 4.13, the verse about, you know, um, I can do all things mm-hmm. through Christ who empowers me. Um, and I see people wearing that while they're doing a marathon, you know, or while they're, <laughs> power you know, powerlifting. And it's like, that is not at all what that verse means. Mm-hmm. That that verse is not about, you know, I am strong and able and capable Um uh, and then I just kind of attribute it to Christ in an outward way. It's yeah. actually, I am unable, utterly unable, and, but I have died. And there's another person living inside of me right. who is able, right? It's, I can do all things through Christ. Mm-hmm. It's because I'm in Christ. No, yeah. is it in him? The, the verse I think is in him. Uh, sorry, I need to look this up because I need. I want to make sure I get it right. Um, I think, it, so, I think yeah. it does depend on the translation for sure, but yeah. Yeah. So the Greek, it's literally in him, in him, in him who empowers me. So we've been, we've been baptized into this person right? and in that person, we can be renewed in our inner man, in our spirit deep within. Yeah. Um, we can partake of this resurrection life, which is just the person Jesus said, I am the resurrection. Um, and by that life, even though we're outwardly suffering and dying inwardly, we are renewed and we are new and we are in resurrection. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that answers it almost specifically. I mean, this is, you know, these are all like really good points. So I guess now the question would be, how can we do it practically? Yeah. You know, like what does this look like for everyday life? And I I just had, I have a few points. I don't know about you, what you might want to say about it, but, for me, I mean, just some of the things that have helped me and by no means, 
what what I write, what Paul says, you know, in Second Corinthians. I, I'm not at that level for sure, but mm-hmm. but you know, there's small things like there's a New Testament practice about calling on the Lord, calling on the Lord's name, right? Um, one example would be Stephen when he's getting stoned. You know, at right. the very at the very end when he's about to die, he looks up and calls on the Lord, says, "Lord Jesus, right. receive my spirit." Right. Um, and and in a way, it's like talk about suffering i mean he's he's getting stoned to death calling yeah. on the lord looking to heaven and he's like in another place right and eventually right. goes in peace with the lord and so for me just personally even even smaller situations you know when i get up out of bed or when i'm at work or whatever just just calling on the lord acknowledging his presence you know mm. just reaching out to him even yeah uh, is is a way that helps me yeah yeah, no, I think that's that's a huge practice that has unfortunately been lost. But I've actually, yeah, I've started doing that too. Just more and more, we just call on him and, you know, Lord Jesus, Lord, come be with me, mm-hmm. Lord. Um, to have these, we have to have spiritual practices, spiritual breathings where we're taking the Lord in, where we're exercising ourselves unto godliness, as uh, Paul says in Timothy, Um we shouldn't just be grunting or, or, you know, grinding our teeth, trying to be moral people. The Bible has a much higher view of what we can be, yeah. of what we should be. And that is entering into the Lord's death and resurrection. And that is a spiritual thing. And it might sound really weird to people, but it's something we have to enter into. And so it takes some time to get, get with the Lord um, in prayer and calling and in, in praying and in reading his word and praying over his word. Um, get out of yourself and out of your fallen thoughts and mind and get to Christ. You have to right. find a way to partake of this life. And the moment you do it, the moment you touch it, you know, Oh, this is what it, this is what they're talking about. This is what the mm-hmm. Bible is talking about. Um, the moment. And I think we all have had some experience of tasting the Lord like that, but um, it needs to be a regular practice, not a, a yearly remembrance or a yearly thing that we get excited about, but a day by day, even moment by moment um, practice. Um, and so, yeah, I guess we could probably end here, but that's kind of just the thought. It's like Easter is not, um, first off, it's not biblical. It's pagan um, as, as terms, as, as far as like the word Easter and the, the bunny and the celebrations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the Lord's resurrection, even mm-hmm. uh, the historical event, it's a great hope to us. It's a beacon of hope for the future. But even more, it's a present reality we can enter into, and we yeah. have to do everything in our day in our in our life to partake of this, just as Paul did. Like mm-hmm. count all things loss to gain this one thing, as he says in Philippians three. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's good. All right, well, well, um, hope you have a good day tomorrow, enjoying the resurrection life, just like every day. <laughs> <laughs> you too. Yeah. All right. Hey everyone, this is Will. Thanks for tuning in again to What Does the Bible Say About That? Hope you enjoyed this week's episode on Easter and maybe learned something new, got something out of it. We hope that um, you can apply some of these things about resurrection to your own experiences with the Lord and go deeper and further in your relationship with Him. Uh, Moving forward, we actually just launched a new social media page Instagram. You can find us. Our username is The Bible Podcast. Um, feel free to follow us, 
shoot us a message, shoot us a question, any suggestions for future topics. Uh, we'd love to hear anything from you guys. So um, please follow us. And we're looking forward to next week's episode on the spirit and getting into what that means. Like I said, it will be a series and we're going to try to um, post everything on our social media with with a link in the bio so that you can stay up to date with everything we're doing. So hope you guys enjoy. Can't wait to tune in again.